Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. As you know, we are exploring what it means to be human, that human element. And sometimes we're forced into creating change when we least want it. And today I have my friend joining me, Kelly Stith. Kelly, welcome to the program. Hey, Umar. How are you doing? Pretty good. So tell me about two, two and a half weeks ago, you are going across country from uh, the east coast of the U.S., going toward the west coast to, uh, what were you going there to do? Well, I'm a golf caddy by profession. And when we do that, uh, well, when I, the way I do it is I work in, uh, you know, I work in Baltimore in the summertime when it's warm. And I work in Florida in the wintertime when it's warm. So I just got down to Florida and my wintertime course had changed things due to our last year or so of, you know, COVID and things like that. Things changed. So I had to, things weren't working out. And a friend of mine in California said, come out to California and started this new course. So I made my way out and I was in El Paso, Texas. And my heart gave out on me. Uh, like what did that, what was that like? Did you feel funny? Did you f- pass out? It was, my heart hurt. It just, there was a big pain. Right. It felt like my heart. I mean, I don't know. It's. It felt it was where, you know, they always told us it is. It felt a big pain and it dropped. It, it just seemed to disappear from that spot. And then I had trouble, like, I, my, my breaths were very short and I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't get a breath. And, right. So uh, you realized something was going on. You went to the hospital? Yeah, I called. I mean, I called no one. The, I tried to get some guy to call nine one one. He hesitated, baffled me. But anyway, that was that's not the biggest thing. Big thing. But anyway, please. Well, first, I just want to say, if someone says I'm having a heart attack, please call nine one one. Do it like quick. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a fucking doctor. You don't need to analyze it. Just call the freaking 911. Exactly. So um, that's my PSA for today. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the medics came, the EMTs came and put me in the, their vehicle eventually. And uh, I get to the hospital. And I, we were only probably about three or four blocks away from the hospital, I think. Seven, seven minutes or so. And then. They're like, yeah, you have an aortic, a, a, a congenital aortic dissection, which means and it, it started to tear. Right. 
And so uh, they take you from that hospital, realize it's more serious, and then they airlift you to Houston. That is exactly right. So the reason we're having this conversation is this, is that there was a Kelly before, and we'll talk about that Kelly before, and then going through this process of being, uh, having your heart issue, other issues came up, there was a transformation. Tell us about the Kelly before this event, and then we'll talk about when the transformation happened, and what does new Kelly look like? Kelly before was pretty decent dude, very similar to this Kelly, very similar to this Kelly. I don't think, I, I think he may have been, he may have been depressed. He may have been unhappy. I don't, I think I was unhappy because I was, he was doing what he wanted to do for the most part, you know, traveling, right. working a job that was pretty cool. But I don't think he had the joy that has entered my life right now. All right. So would it be safe to say is maybe not happy, but he was content with the life he had? That would be pretty good. You're good at this. On occasion. So going through this process of two weeks and change, where in that process did you have, uh, I'm going to call it awakening. Is that a good, uh, good term or would another one uh, be better? Awakening. Let me see. I'm going to talk through it and see if that is the good word, if you don't mind. I don't think it. it is. Obviously, because I'm hesitating on it. But I think it had happened, and I wasn't aware of it. I was just being it. I think it probably happened right when I got to Houston that night. I think it was the flight. I don't know. <laughs> this is so weird. Like I'm laughing like a kid. Yep. Have you ever seen me do this? No, I have not. It's weird. Yeah, and we've known each other for like 15, 16 years. Yeah. I think it was the flight. I was like, I loved that flight. It you was know who the, else loved it? Who? World According to Garp. Yeah? The book. He gets rushed. Uh, I forget what the issue was. And he always wanted to fly. And he was being flown to some kind of medical issue. And he was giggling like a, a fool as well. And it was like uh, something about that in the book, in the movie. But anyway, go back. So something about the flight... What did you notice afterwards when you look back at that flight? What about it created the transformation? Ooh. I don't know. It's just the idea of it. It was just like I flew almost 700 miles. I felt like I was important. Right. Life or death. Yeah. You know, and I had these two flight nurses in there with me and the pilot. It was all just four of us in this little pop plane. It was night, so I slept most of it. But I would wake up and, you know, hear that buzz of the propeller. 
you know, look out over, it's pretty, you know, going over Western Texas, not much there. Right. But I, but we were going, we were heading east and I was on the, on the, on the uh, starboard side. I'm going to say that. I don't know if that's a plane thing. But well, you sound like a freaking uh, boater or something. I know. Well, I was on the right side. And so I'm looking over at Mexico, basically. For a little while, anyway. And uh wish I was right next to Mexico, anyway. I'm only four or five miles from it when, I, when it all happened. But, um and it just, that whole, it just felt cool. You know? Mm-hmm. It's cool, and it was necessary. I mean, and here's the other thing: like, I have no insurance, right? So I don't know how this is all going to end. But it's just money. But I um, and I was just like, these guys are doing this for me. They don't know who I am, and we had great conversations. I've been having great conversations for all of my caretakers. Nice. So. The Kelly before, the Kelly before had hopes, dreams, desires. The Kelly before for years has been trying to accomplish things. The Kelly before has procrastinated, dug his feet in, got distracted. So all of that is a byproduct, a symptom of something that wasn't right, the before Kelly. Right. So what do you think was going on for the before Kelly that you can see more clearly now? Because you had the capacity to do all the things you wanted to do. Yes. But it just wasn't happening. So something was getting in and the I way. Th- I thought I was that person. I thought I, I, thought I, I wa- thought it was who I feel like I am now. But I didn't know. I, don't, I didn't know what that, and here's the word, I didn't know what that feeling was. Right? Right. And I thought I did. I used to try to fake it. You know? So for our listeners, define what you mean by that feeling. Right now, I have this feeling of confidence. Right. That I've n- never felt before. And it's made me feel like the happiest I've ever been. Nice. And so just to, uh, I'm going to give you my uh, interpretation of what you just said. There is a confidence that comes bravado, almost like a suit of armor. There's ego involved. Then there's a confidence of just being who you're meant to be. And it sounds like the latter is where you're at. It's just this confidence without the ego. That is perfect. That's where it is. My ego, I'm sure it's still there. But it doesn't give a shit anymore. Or one part of, some part of me just doesn't give a shit anymore about how I look, what people think of me. I mean, I'm only two weeks into this, so we'll have to see how it goes. But that's where I am. I'm just being me. At the end of the day, for all of us, sometimes in workshops I'll say, you know, how many human beings in this workshop and people look around and put their hands up, and the answer is not many, because we are not human beings, we're human doings. I gotta get a promotion, I gotta get a new car, uh, I gotta make sure my profile's okay, I gotta make sure this, I gotta make sure my kids are okay. There's all this doing, and then sometimes we accidentally, and some people on purpose, stumble into just being, and that's where your best self lies. 
So you've ended up in this spot where you're just being, this confidence there, this happiness there, this joy there. So what do you do with that? You go out, I went back to a doing thing. You but, go out and do everything you can. And you, you, you reach out to your loved ones and you tell them how you feel about them. And <laughs> God. Oh, oh, oh God. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm happy. I'm not sorry. That was just a wave of, I don't know, like extra joy. Oh, God. Yeah. You go out and just let it go. That's what I've been doing. I'm stuck in the hospital right now. And I've been calling people I haven't talked to who always say they love me and call me if you need me. I've been trying to do my own thing and be my own person. I can do it on my own. I don't need you. Blah, 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 blah. And now I just want to do, like, business-wise, my whole perspective has changed. In fact, you know, maybe it was that day. Maybe it was the day that I sold my first photograph on Etsy. And it's yep. Which was the same day. I, no, no, it was a day. It was a week later. It was a week. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it was just this thing that was happening. Because I, I, I shoot, I take photographs, as you know, but I let the audience know as well. I, I started off doing it with, um, with a cell phone. And now, and, and, and I, I have a few photographs now with a DSLR, but. A lot of my photos are just cell phone photos. And people have always said, you should sell your photos. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. I like them. I'd like to do that. And I was that, that, I was that guy. I was that guy who was like, yeah, well, you know, I'll do it. I'll get it done. My ex-wife, who I have a pretty decent relationship, even better than now after this, was, uh, you know, she just, she would tell me, oh, that's a great one for a calendar. And I'm like, yeah, it will. It seemed like too much work, and I had other things in my mind. And, but then this week, last week, it hit, and I got I had my first thing, and my business mind just kicked into gear, and I went out and did this. I did this Facebook post, which is which was related to this class I'm taking on. You know, selling your photos. And the photos have been up since like September or so and no sales. And, and the key to the class is to have stories for all your photos and when they're presented on in a gallery or online. And so after that first th th sale, I, my mentor said, you know, you should just tell your story and and, you know, just tell your friends. And so I did. I told the story, you know. And we have to. It's good to tell it in the in the format of the hero's story, which is a whole other thing. And I did as best as I could. My daughter helped me write it. She had come to visit me from Baltimore and Houston, and it was short and sweet. And within six, five or six days, I had sold twenty-four pieces total. 
Bravo. Thank you. So, Kelly, as you, uh, in the next couple of days, you're going to be checked out of hospital. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Uh, hopefully they don't do a psychiatric uh, examination, so you will be let out sooner. Uh, <laughs> so where do you go? Do you go uh, continue on to California, or do you go somewhere else? Keep it on going. I'm planning on going to California. Um, I get, my caddy job is uh, waiting for me. Mm -hmm. When I get there, if I can do it. If not, there's other things I can do. Got to really pers you know, get the the photo the photo thing going because uh, if everything goes well, because after I'm I'm actually almost ready to graduate from Etsy to Amazon um, handmade. Um, that's how the cost kind of goes. Mm -hmm. And after after that. I, I really actually have a goal at the end of the year to sell 50 photos a month. Nice. So end of uh, 2022 or 2021? No, 100 photos. I think it's going to be 100. End of 2022. All right. Very doable. So how important was this transformation for you? you mean how important it was for me to do it or for it to have happened? Say again? So important. Like, like sometimes people will say, I have something they want to happen. And they say, that's very important for me before it happens. Or are you saying then it happens and you look back and say, is that important? So I'm trying to... No, I was saying like, what's the impact in this transformation? It's, it's had a positive impact. It's incredible. It, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> I'm, it just makes me laugh. It makes me cry. And it makes me love everyone or want to know more about everyone I see. And I think that's just... And it, uh -oh. That's the phone. It, it's just a huge change and it's what it's beautiful. Nice. And just kind of put this in uh, in a frame. You and I were in Portugal together uh, a few months ago and you were taking pictures of uh, cityscapes. When I'd see somebody that was interesting, I'd go over, chat with them, take a picture. And one of the things you said was, you know, oh, I can't do that. And when we spoke a few days ago, you said, you know, I'm ready to do that. I'm already talking. I'm telling stories. I'm connecting with people in a more powerful way and not in the sense of daring yourself to do it. It's just flowing naturally. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. I, yeah, that's it. When I told you, yeah, that that was like this big revelation. That's when I knew things were diff really different. And then to tell you, I realized the, the comparison made it easy to say, yeah, I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Kelly, we're going to chat again soon. Uh, get better, my friend. And uh, thanks for sharing your uh, experience of transformation. Thank you, Umar. So good to talk with you. And I can't wait to talk to you again, which will probably be tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free 
mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming and that is the fastest way to get better results.